So, the World Economic Forum event at Davos is happening once again. Yes, it's time for Klaus Schwab's annual meetup of elites, where they talk about how best to save humanity from all the terrible, terrible crises affecting the world. Or more accurately, they plot to utterly screw over and control the lives of the vast majority of humanity under the guise of saving the world. And of course, many of them will fly into Davos on their private jets, while lecturing the rest of us about our carbon emissions. The Guardian had this article dated the 13th of January 2023. Private jet emissions quadrupled during Davos 2022. Climate campaigners accuse leaders of hypocrisy as flights emit as much CO2 in a week as 350,000 cars. And yet the average Joe and Jane are told that driving their petrol or diesel car is bad for the environment. But of course, the technocratic vision of the future that the Davos men have in mind is one of haves and have-nothings. After all, we're expected to own nothing by 2030. And as I've said for the 10,000th time, CO2 is not a pollutant. It's in fact essential for life on Earth. Anyway, let's begin with this article from Bloomberg. Chief executives, economists brace for recession as Davos begins. Two-fifths fear company failure within decade, PricewaterhouseCooperPoll finds. Inflation, volatility and geopolitical conflict top risk list. The World Economic Forum's annual meeting began in Davos with corporate executives and economists warning a global recession is likely this year. So that's basically from the horse's mouth. The collapse of the economy has been on the cards for a long time, and the COVID lockdowns were part of the process of accelerating the decline by first controlling the velocity of money in the economy and then creating inflation after the lockdowns ended. You can't shutter most of the global economy for months at a time and not expect serious negative consequences down the line. And the architects behind the global COVID conspiracy knew this only too well. A global pandemic followed by a major war and now a massive global recession. Who would have thought? We're gearing up for yet another major wealth transfer and no doubt several more... Hegelian dialectics and the increasingly impoverished peoples of the world turning to mammy and daddy government for help, thus falling further into the trap of total dependence on the control system. Davos 2023 began with Klaus Schwab's opening remarks. We couldn't meet at a more challenging time. We are confronted with so many crises simultaneously. Yeah, crises that I'm sure weren't entirely manufactured or anything, but no doubt the World Economic Forum and its partners and puppet politicians will have solutions for these crises. And the solutions will just happen to conveniently dovetail nicely with agendas they already had in motion, let's say. What does it need to master the future? <laughs> oh, absolute cringe. What did he say exactly? What does it need to master the future? What does it need? What does it need to master the future? I think he was trying to say, what do we need to master the future? Or what does it mean to master the future? It's very strange. Anyway, the idea of mastering the future. <laughs> so masters of the universe, like He-Man or something. You might want to master basic English grammar first, Klaus. <laughs> This guy really doesn't do the World Economic Forum any favours. He's a walking optics nightmare. 
He totally gives the whole world domination game away by sounding like a cliched Bond villain, but he is one of the most influential men on the planet, who nobody actually voted for. But then again, he doesn't need votes. He has young global leader operatives almost everywhere. In 2017, at the John F. Kennedy School of Business, Schwab said this. And I have to say, um, when I mention our names, like Mrs. Merkel, um, even uh, Vladimir Putin and so on, they all have been young global leaders of the World Economic Forum. Mm -hmm. But um, what we are very proud of now is the young generation, like uh, Prime Minister Trudeau, um, President of, of uh, Argentina and so on, that we penetrate the cabinets. So yesterday I was at a, at a reception for Prime Minister Trudeau and I know that half of this cabinet or even more half of, uh, half of this cabinet are for our actually young global leaders of the world economy. Right. That's true in Argentina as well. It's true in Argentina and uh, it's true in France now. Mm -hmm. I mean, with the president, with a young global leader, but... Anyway, let's get back to the 2013 Davos event. I think to have a platform where all stakeholders of global society are engaged. Governments, business, civil societies, the young generation, and I could go on, I think is a first step. This is just code for the democratic will of the people will be a thing of the past in favor of corporations and governments working in unison to bypass public consent and do whatever they want. The stuff about the young generation, that's also another sinister part of it. They know that young people are more liberal and their heads are full of propaganda and left-wing mainstream ideas from their time being indoctrinated in schools, so they can be essentially programmed into believing all sorts of crap that will be useful to the globalists. The climate change stuff would be a classic example of that. Get the kids all riled up about how the planet is dying and they have no future, so therefore bring in all the carbon taxes and other control measures now. And it's all made to look like it's a grassroots youth movement when in fact it's completely astroturfed. This stuff is so painfully obvious and predictable, yet sadly... It's successful on the naive and clueless masses out there. Here's another story related to the World Economic Forum. This article is from reclaimthenet.org. World Economic Forum declares misinformation a top global risk. By misinformation, the folks at Davos no doubt mean the truth about the narratives and ultimate agendas of the World Economic Forum. I have no doubt the truth is indeed a big risk to them. The article says the pro-censorship group has released a new report to coincide with its annual event. The World Economic Forum has published a report citing as part of its annual meeting misinformation and disinformation among the top global risks in a report covering the period of the next two years and of the next decade. These days, the poorly, if at all, defined concepts of misinformation and disinformation are often used by governments and social media they influence simply as a one-size-fits-all excuse to censor information and stifle free speech. Indeed, typically misinformation is information authorities don't want the public seeing, just as hate speech is merely speech they hate. At any rate, 
it sounds like 2023 is likely to be the year when the switch is going to be hit on the economic collapse because typically if certain predictions are being made at Davos, it probably means it's essentially a prepared narrative in the pipeline. No doubt our puppet politicians who attend this year's meeting are receiving their instructions for the year as to what to go back and tell the people. So guys, I'm going to go ahead now and wrap the video up there. Please help to support independent journalism by heading on over to my subscribe star. The link is below in the description box. And for as little as $1 per month, you can help to keep the show going. Your support is hugely appreciated. Thank you very much for watching. Please share this video and subscribe if you're new and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.